Welcome to Sober Talk. I'm Dennis and I have lived experience of alcohol. If you or anyone you know is struggling with alcohol, please call Alcoholics Anonymous on 1300-222-222 or check out their website on aa.org.au. I'll just run through the preamble of Alcoholics Anonymous. Alcoholics Anonymous is a fellowship of men and women who share their experience, strength and hope with each other. They must solve their common problems and help others to recover from alcoholism. The only requirement for membership is a desire to stop drinking. There are no dues or fees for AA membership. We are self-supporting through our own contributions. AA is not allied with any sect, denomination, politics, organisation or institution, does not wish to engage in any controversy, neither endorses or opposes any causes. Our primary purpose is stay sober and help other alcoholics achieve sobriety. I'm Adrian, an alcoholic, and um, I'm a member of Salisbury Saturday um, group of alcoholics anonymous and help and speakers group on Tuesday. Um, story. Uh, you know, I used to drink a lot, and I used to like to drink. You know, I love drinking. I loved how it made me feel, because um, it it made me feel different. You know, I grew up always feeling feeling like I didn't fit in. You know, I always felt like I was I was less than. You know, I didn't really fit in at school. Um, I didn't really have the relationship with my dad that my brother had. You know, and I and I always felt that there was there was something wrong with me. There was something different about me. And uh, when I drank, you know, when I started drinking, I didn't feel like that anymore. You know, I didn't feel like I was less there. Um, I felt like all then, you know, I felt like a king. And, um, you know, I was, I was able to navigate all these social situations that were, that were awkward to me when I, when I wouldn't drink. And, um, you know, I loved the feeling, you know, and I chased that feeling. You know, I, I chased it for a long time and... And in the start, there was there was a lot of good times when I was drinking. You know, I'd have a lot of blackouts. But you know, the worst the worst thing that was happening to me when I was blacking out when I was younger is I just I didn't remember a good night. You know, my mates would would be telling me about you know a good night that we'd had, and I just have no recollection of it. You know, but, but you know, as my drinking progressed, you know, the the good times got less and less. And I um. And in the end of my drinking, there was really no good times. You know, I was just, I was just drinking because I drank and I was, I was drinking against my own will. You know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to drink anymore. Uh, and I just kept doing it. You know, because it was, it was my solution early on. You know, it made me, it made me who, who I wanted to be. And, um, but in the end, alcohol wasn't, wasn't my solution anymore. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't making me into that person I wanted to be. It was just making me miserable and depressed. You know, the, the more I drank, the more miserable and depressed I got, and the more miserable and depressed I got, the more I drank. Um, you know, in the end, I was just I was just drinking around the clock. You know, as soon as I'd get up in the morning, I'd, I'd drink. I'd um, I'd drink all day. You know, and it wasn't it wasn't a good existence. You know, and I, I knew for a long time that that alcohol was my problem and that I had to do something about it. But I, I just couldn't. Yeah, you know, I just every every day I had this plan to 
to not drink anymore, you know, and just to give up for good. And every day I'd just I'd get up and I'd, I'd have a drink and I'd be like, I've done it again, you know. And and it's because as soon as I have a drink, you know that that's it. I've got this I've got this craving of of this desire to keep drinking. You know, I have one drink and I get thirsty, so I have another drink. Then I get get a bit more thirsty and I have a few more drinks, and then I get really thirsty, so I drink more. And then I get so thirsty that I can't cry, I can't quench that that thirst. You know, and I've just got to keep drinking. And, um, well, in, in the end, I wasn't, I wasn't even getting drunk when I was drinking, you know, I'd just drink and drink. And then all of a sudden there'd just be this, this switch would get flicked and I'd go into blackout. You know, and, uh, you know, in the end I was, I was losing my moral compass when I was blacking out, you know, and I'd be doing things that, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even think of doing, you know, and, um, you know, I was putting my, my family in danger, you know, I was, I was drink driving all the time, you know, I'd, I'd come out of blackouts and I'd, I'd be behind the wheel in the car, you know, with my, with my family in the car, you know, and I'm, I'm really not proud of that, you know, and um, I'm, I'm really glad that, you know, nothing, nothing happened to harm them, you know, and, um, yeah, I remember like, um, I had this red hot idea just before my 41st birthday that, you know, really to, to give up drinking, like all I really needed was, was what last bender. And, um, and that would, that would kill me. Um, you know, cause if I just had one little heart drink session, you know, that I wouldn't have to drink anymore. And, um, uh, I made so much sense at the time, you know, I look back on that now and that's just, that's just insanity, you know? And, um, so I organised the four-day weekend for my birthday, and um, my son's birthday is the day before mine. And I drank and, and blackout for four days, and um, yeah, upset all the people that were around me. And and after that weekend, I just I just couldn't do it anymore. And I just I just couldn't come to the party anymore. I just I just didn't want to be here anymore. I didn't want to live, and um, I didn't know what to do. You know, I knew that, that I just couldn't stop drinking, and I didn't, I didn't know what the solution was going to be. So I, I did what anyone would do, and uh, or any alcoholic would do, and you know, texted my boss and told him I was sick, and turned my phone off, and just sat out drinking. And um, I did that for a few days, and um, on the Wednesday I actually put my work clothes on and caught the bus to work. And I went straight past work, you know, I went down at, I went down to the pubs at Port Adelaide and when they opened up, I started drinking there. And I, I caught the train at the city and I drank some more there. And then I caught a bus near home and then I drank some more at a pub there and then came home and told my wife how tired I was from the hard day that I'd had at work, you know. And um, the next morning I'd, I'd had a voicemail from my boss that just said, look, Andrew, where, where are you? You know, and I thought, this is it, it begins up, you know, I, I, I need a job, you know, but, you know, I just can't face going in. I didn't know what to do, you know, so I thought, oh, well, the best thing I could probably do is just to take my life, you know, and say, anyway, I'm not going to feel like this anymore. And, um, yeah, I thought that my kids might be a bit disappointed, you know, if I did that. Uh, that stays when I think anyone would miss me, but I thought they might be disappointed if I do that. So I'm trying to work out ways 
that I could do it and make it look like an accident. So I'm thinking about, you know, do I, do I go swimming out of the ocean and, and not come back or do I trip over in front of a bus, you know, and to get run over. And um, while I was thinking all that, you know, this thought came into my head just to, just to Google AA, you know, and I, I, I didn't know at the time where that came from because I don't even think I knew what AA was. And, uh, you know, and I did that, I, I Googled and I found a list of meetings and, you know, there was a phone number next to, next to this meeting that was on that night. And so, yeah, I, I thought I'll give this, um, I'll give this number a call. I, uh, I put my phone up to private number so that just in case that person didn't answer, because, you know, what, they might call back and then, then what would I do? You know, and, um, well, this person answered, you know, answered a private number. Oh, you know, this is a private number. And, um, and he said, yeah, come along to, to a meeting tonight and, um, see what it's about. But, yeah, I'll do that. You know, and, um, I drove into the city to, um, Adelaide City Beginners Meeting and, you know, picked up some beers on the way and I sat outside that meeting in my car drinking, um, just to well, the courage to, to come in and, um, you know, when I first come in, I, I thought it actually had but got the wrong place. So it was in a, it was in a church, and you know there was people there that were dressed nice and they were smiling, and you know I thought, yeah, I've got the church group. But it turned out that I had AA and AA, and um, you know I was honest about my drinking for the first time that night. I was, I was asked me if, if I'd been, if I'd been drinking, and you know I, I lied a lot about my drinking and. In the, the last few years, if you ask me questions like that, I'd say um, I've only had one drink, or I haven't haven't been drinking, or it's none of your business. Anyway, and um, you know, I said, "Yeah, I've been sitting out of my car drinking, and you know, I want some help. You know, I don't want to drink anymore. You know, and, and you guys said, yeah, just just keep coming back. You know, and I, I wasn't I wasn't hearing too much of that um, by that stage of my drinking. But, but, but I did, I just kept coming back, you know, and I, and I rang my boss the next day and I said to him, I'm sorry, I haven't been at work for a week, but, you know, I've, I've got a problem with alcohol. And he said, yeah, I know. What are you, you going to do about it? You know, and I, I told him I'd, I'd gone to an AA meeting and that I was planning on going to some more and, you know, that I wanted to keep my job and, you know, that I was just wanted to get better. And, you know, and I just started going to meetings every day. Uh, um, and I was still drinking before and after the meetings, but just kept coming back. And I remember like my first my first day back at work. Um, you know, I went I went to work and I had another drink that morning, and I went to a meeting straight up to work. And I remember sitting in that meeting, and then all of a sudden it was like my head exploded, and I was like, I've never drink today. You know, I, I couldn't believe it. You know, I'm like, oh man, I've never drink. I was just, I got really excited inside that. Wow, it's been a whole day and I haven't drank. I was like, I couldn't do that by myself. And I, I, I had a feeling then that, you know, I just keep coming back. Keep going to meetings every day and don't drink. But I was, I was going to be all right. And, um, you know, I thought that was the case. I thought, you know, once I put down the alcohol, that's, that's, that's it. That's the end of my problems. Yeah. And it was for a little while, 
you know, but after about three months of pop up drinking and going to meetings every day, you know, I was, I was going a little bit crazy and I was going mental. I was worse than I was when I was drinking. And, um, and that's when I had to look a bit deeper and, and do some of the suggested things, you know, that, um, you know, I got a sponsor and started working, working the steps and, and I started to feel a bit better anyway, but, but I wasn't, I wasn't working the program hard. Um, you know, I was, I was sweeping the surface, you know, and just doing what I, what I needed to, to get by. And, um, and it was probably right for me at that time. Um, but yeah, I, I started, to, I started to not feel, feel too well again. And, um, you know, I started to run a bit rough. And there was a guy that came in the rooms the same, the same time as me. And, you know, I'm watching him get well. And, I, and I'm and I'm asking him all these things he's doing, and uh, and his his sponsor is getting him to do all these these other things like call call him members of AA every day, and you know pray to your higher power every day, and you know read the big book every day, and call his sponsor every day, and a lot of love, and I'm not doing those things, you know, and um, I thought I could do those things, but you know. Um, I'm probably not going to do them if I'm not prompted by someone else to do them. So, um, so I asked his sponsor to start sponsoring me. And, um, yeah, I thought it would just be like a yes, a yes, no thing. You know, but he said, oh, we'll, we'll have a, we'll catch up and have a chat and I'll tell you what, what's expected of you as a sponsee. And I thought, I oh, know what have I done? I've been up for more than that than And, um, yeah, he laid out all the things that he expected me to do each day. And, um, I've been doing those things and, um, you know, some of them, some of those things are uncomfortable to do for me. Um, but I find the more I do them, the, the, the better I'm getting and the better I feel. And I, so every day I'm, I'm calling up a couple of members, you know, I talk to my sponsor every day. Yeah, I'm, I'm praying to, to my power, higher power of my understanding of God of my understanding, um, each day. And, um, and I'm working the the steps again and working the 12 steps again. and this time I'm, I'm not just sweeping the surface I'm digging deeper well I've just I'm just in the process of finishing off my step four and um that's a lot different than the first one that I've done you know and um and I know that the program I'm working today is is one that I've got to work you know I, if I've been working this program when I first came into the rooms um I wouldn't have stayed around it I think you know, it would have been it would have been too much. You know, but today I'm I'm spiritually well enough to be able to, to be able to look at all my character defects and, and to be able to work work through these things. And um, yeah, I know the yeah the more the more I do the things that I don't want to do, uh, the better I'm going to get. All that and um, um Yeah, so it's for me. It's a, it's a program that's that saved my life. Um, I've got I've got a lot of gratitude from from my first sponsor. Um, who really like pulled me away from the gates of hell, I believe. And um, you know, he was the little white sponsor for me at the right time. You know, and um, and I was really nervous about 
about changing sponsors because I thought this guy wouldn't like me anymore or he wouldn't, you know, wouldn't want to be my friend anymore because I've got a really good relationship with him. And it, it turns out that now that he's not sponsoring me and someone else is, we're actually talking a lot more and, and catching up a bit more and, you know, we'll, we'll go fishing together and it's, you know, I've got a really good relationship with this man. And, um, yeah, you know, I found there's a lot of, there's a lot of good support in the rooms. You know, I've got a, I've got a lot of uh, male role models today, uh, uh, that I didn't really have, um, while I was out there drinking. You know, I've got, I've got friends today. You know, I've got, I've got little friends that I can, that I can count on. Yeah. And I've, and I've got my back no matter what. And, uh, yeah, and it's just a matter of just, just keeping on, keeping on showing up. You know, I'll just, I'll just keep coming back. Uh, no matter, no matter what, I'll just keep coming back. And so no, the meetings, meetings by themselves won't keep me sober. Um, but I think they do keep me constantly reminded of the fact that, I'll, that I'm an alcoholic and I'm, and I've got a disease that needs to be treated on a daily basis. You know, a, a couple of weeks ago, I got, I got a bit sick and, um, I stayed away from meetings for a week, um, you know, cause I, I didn't want to make anyone else sick. And after that week, I start to, I start to tell myself stories in my head that, you know, maybe, maybe I don't belong in AA, you know, maybe, maybe I overreacted a little bit and, um, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not as bad as, as, as the other alcoholics that I've been listening to in the rooms and, um, you know, maybe I'd go, out, I'd be all right to just go out there and just, you know, drink, drink a couple of, couple of drinks and I'd be okay. And, um. Yeah, I remember when I went went back to that meeting after after a week of not going to meetings and I sat in that room and I heard a few shares and uh, I was reminded that yeah, I'm I'm where I belong. You know, I'm I'm in the right place. I don't know that, that if I drink again I, I might not come back. You know, because I haven't had a drink for a little while and I know that when I drink I'm gonna be thirsty and there's a good chance that when I drink I'm gonna black out. And, you know, I don't, I don't know what I do. I don't know how it behaves. I don't know how it acts. And, um, and I've got a bit of fear behind that. You know, I've got a bit of fear that I've not been able to be in control of my actions. You know, anything could happen. You know, there's a good chance I'll get behind the wheel. You know, I could cause an accident. You know, I could end up in jail. could hurt someone that, you know, that I don't know or that I do know. And, uh, I know the the safest thing for me is just to just to not pick up that first string, and really all I've, all I've got to do it I've just got to do that on a daily basis is just wake up in the morning, and not drink until I go to bed at night. You know that's that's the start of my program. It's just just not drinking that that one day at a time. I've, I've got to do all these other things to treat my illness, um, but that's that's the number one thing. You know because. If I don't have that first drink, then I'm not then I'm not going to get trouble. You know, that, uh, that's what I learned in the rooms that it's that first string that did, did the damage. You know, I didn't I didn't really understand that. I always thought it was the it was one of the last few that I drank that did the damage. But it turns out if I, if I don't have that first drink, then you know I'm I'm not going to have any other drinks. So I'm going to be okay. Okay, and um, yeah. Probably run out of 
things to say there, so I might just just leave it at that and just yeah say that I'm I'm a grateful grateful recovering alcoholic, um, but but know that I've just got to keep coming back. Right, thanks for listening. Thanks, Andy. Good share, mate. Thank you. Fantastic share. Thank you, Matt. We have local meetings uh, for the full week in the local area. Uh, Monday is Gala meeting at 8 o'clock. Tuesday is Elizabeth East at 8 o'clock. Wednesday is Elizabeth East at 8 o'clock. Thursday is Two Wells at 8 o'clock. And Friday is Salisbury at 8 o'clock. There's a meeting at Daveron Park at 12 o'clock. And on Sunday there's a meeting in Salisbury at 7 o'clock. And many other meetings in the area. For details of your local meetings, please phone thirteen hundred double two double two double two. And once again, if anyone you know is struggling with alcohol issues, please call Alcoholics Anonymous on thirteen hundred double two double two double two. The website is aasouthaustralia.org.au.